episode 9 of the Divine Flow Pod and it's a very special and exciting episode because today we have our first ever guest. I can't wait to bring her on board because she is just so mesmerizing, amazing, multi-talented, gifted in so many ways and I continue to learn from her. So today to the pod I would like to introduce Catherine from Avni Coaching. She provides holistic human design services and she is so good at those. So hi Catherine. Hi Kaimani. Hello everyone. Thank you so much for having me and I'm really really excited to be on your podcast. Of course, thank you so much for being here. I have so much I want to ask you about, but let's start with, like, start with telling us about your journey. Uh, how did you find human design? Yes, so that was quite um, a journey <laughs> with human design. I started um, studying um, Vedic astrology and I was really into that for more than three years and when I was in India in 2018 I came first across human design and a woman who was on this travel with me she mentioned human design and she was like oh my gosh if you like human uh, Vedic astrology you will love human design um, and at that time, I looked at the chart and I felt like, oh, this sounds weird. And it's another thing like with labeling people. And I didn't really mm-hmm. get deeper into it. And then um, it, at the end of 2019, it came again. And someone else mentioned to me like, oh, have you heard about human design? And then I was like, okay it's again, it's here. (laughs) Um, I'm like the universe brings me something. So now um, it felt aligned to have a deeper look. And then I've got my first reading for myself. And I was like blown away. Um, Like, it was so beneficial. And then I came across Liana's work, um, her healing work, and she mentioned human design. And then I did like her course and I did another, um, like a master class. And I'm so in love with it. And it's just so amazing and so beneficial for everyone. And it's not at all like labeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really like a very empowering tool. Yeah, I think that's the thing I love most about how you communicate about human design. You make it really empowering because when I first came to know my human design, which was like a reflector, I was like, how on earth do I even reconcile with it or how do I even work with it? So your work was like hugely beneficial for me to be more accepting. So I think that's beautiful and what a lovely journey so glad that you accepted the path so now for the listeners who are human design noobs or don't know anything about it could you like give us an introduction to what is actually the human design system yes like the human 
design is basically um, a combination of astrology, the Chinese I Ching, Kabbalah, and um, also like the chakra knowledge. And then we have like very modern influences of um, the signs of the neutrinos, which are like super, super tiny particles. And these particles are all around us. Like most of them, like 70% are coming from the sun, but also from other planets. And they have mass, so we are constantly in an energy exchange um, with the surrounding and also with the planets, with the whole universe. So this like tiny star particles are bombarding our body and we are getting like information from them and we are also like exchanging energy with each other. So this is something that it was really, really fascinating to me that when you are in your own space, you have your own energy field. And when you are coming across a friend, your energy is like not mixing, but you are building like in human design, it would be like a, a third chart, like a different mm -hmm. energy building and this is so interesting when you see like how do you feel in your body when you're alone and how do you feel when you are with other people and this is like the whole explanation of human design that we are constantly exchanging energy mm -hmm. with each other also with plants and with animals and this is um for me really really fascinating and it was so eye-opening why i feel a certain way with certain people or just when you got like a phone call from your boss and mm -hmm. suddenly you feel like this pressure to do uh -huh. something <laughs> yeah. and yeah this is like very very fascinating yeah, I feel truly human design in a way like validates what you truly feel, but don't feel confident to affirm about yourself. And like there is so much conditioning around about how one is supposed to be and how one is groomed to be. So human design to me personally felt like, oh my God, for the first time ever, it makes sense why I am the way I am. So... Yes. And it's like really an invitation um, for accepting yourself and to really cultivate self-love and to connect with your body again. This is so something that I feel it's very, very empowering because in when I did like Vedic astrology, there was a lot of prediction stuff going on. And everyone wanted to know, like, oh, should I um, go in this relationship with that person? And you are always asking people, what should I do? It's like not at all empowering <laughs> because you have someone else um, to ask what to do. And human design truly learns us to make the perfect decision for ourselves and to check in with your body 
what is aligned for you and what is not aligned. And this is so empowering. That is so true. Like I can truly assert it with like Vedic astrology and stuff. It's like, hey, this planet is mad at you. Why don't you try feeding uh, pigeons at 2 a.m. at night? And maybe that would work. And this planet would forgive you. And then things would flow. <laughs> 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 exactly. Let's do a puja and everything is fine. <laughs> yes. But, okay. So, um... Can you just give us a rundown on the five uh, basic energy types in human design? Yes. So we start with the reflector. <laughs> that is you. <laughs> the reflector is um, basically the unicorn in human design. It's around 1% of the world population. So they are very, very rare. And what makes them so rare is that they have all nine energy centers open. So they are, when for everyone listening, when you um, have a human design chart, you have like this triangles and the squares and um, the circle. And mostly, some of them are colored in. So you have them colored in red or black or brown or green or whatever. And a reflector is completely open, which means like all these um, centers are white. So they are able to truly um, take in everything from the outside. They are like sponges <laughs> who absorb the energy of the surrounding and they reflect it back to them that's the rarest type uh, okay so a question over here with the open yes. centers would you say that when we are young or you know when we have these core woundings the open centers are the one which get the most influenced for like everyone yes because Every open center functions like a sponge. So it's not your energy. It's like you are taking in the energy from your surrounding. So when you are around your parents and, for example, your emotional solar plexus is open, it's like the center where we feel all different kind of emotions. And now... For example, your mom is really, really angry, but she cannot really express this anger in a healthy way. So you feel this. She's not even telling you like I'm angry or something, but you feel it with it's all energy. And you feel this and suddenly like you feel very off your whole system, your body feels off. The same goes with um uh, when you have like fears or stress or doubts or whatever, you take it on and there, like when we have this open centers, there are mostly like the not-self themes mm -hmm. where we feel like we took stuff from our surrounding, from school, from parents on and it's not really what our true self is 
Yeah, I feel that's one of the most powerful questions you ask me because like is it your energy of feeling or is it someone else? So yes. Yes. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. really like such a big one because with every um coaching or reading I'm doing like when we have open centers it's always like such an eye-opening thing to know about and it's so empowering because then you can really feel like is this now my fear is it really like am i feeling this anxiety now or did i pick this up from the collective from like the radio or <laughs> whatever it is and this is like very beneficial to know yeah because then you can like marry condo your own energy and be like ah oh, not mine trash i blow yes, through exactly. it away so yeah yes um and then um let's uh, talk about generators they have the most defined centers right so it would be nice contrast to talk about them next yes like the generators are um the ones who are really here to work like they have um always a defined sacral center which is like the most powerful motor center and it creates a lot of energy so they are um like 37% around of the world's population and these are basically <laughs> in our society the role models which creates this um difficulties because everyone believes or grows up like i have to achieve something i have to do something i have to put energy in this thing and do something and the interesting thing about human design is when you know like oh we have like five different energy types and not everyone is here to work hard um it creates like such a deep acceptance and an understanding and also opens a way um to live much more individually and to have like this compassion for our friends and our family and that not everyone has to be or has to fit in the same box Yeah. So would you say the hustle culture is like made after generators modeled after them? Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely um that because it's like the 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 biggest part of the gen of our society are generators, but still um we have like uh different types. but the the whole society is like work hard and you have to be strong and push through and all of that and this is just right for a tiny part of humanity and not for everyone um and it can be really really exhausting if you try for example you as a <coughs> reflector if you try to um 
act like a generator and push through and I have to do that and more and um, I go for like, I don't know, like uh, seven to five job and then in the evening you work in a bar or whatever and more and then you go to the gym and this can be super, super, super unhealthy for someone like you. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, it just left me with adrenal fatigue and feeling like what I'm doing is never enough or not much because I felt like so exhausted. But that reminds me of something that you said before about that, how we are constantly interacting with energy, you know. So would you consider that when we're interacting with energy, we are working that time as well? Yes, like with with the energy, it's like you are suddenly like I'm not sure if you I'm or I'm sure you observed it when we have like also the transits. Yeah. And they activate like different gates for a shorter or for sometimes also a longer period of time. And then it can be that you are feeling like, wow, today I have like this energy push. Or maybe, for example, I'm a manifesting generator and you are a reflector. So if we are together, it can be that you are feeling like, oh, today I have like this energy coming in and now I can do this project. Yeah. And then you can use this energy very consciously. Mm-hmm. But then it's very important to rest when you feel like, okay, now it's the time to rest. I did my project, it's done. Or maybe um, you split it up like in different pieces that you don't feel like I have to do everything right now that we shift like our mindset to, okay, what feels good for me right now? What does my body need right now? Do I need a break? Do I feel like exhausted or do I feel like there is tension somewhere that I feel like, now it's time to grab a nice cacao, grab a blanket, listening to a meditation or a clearing or whatever and truly like tap into the wisdom of your body yeah because you know why i'm asking this is because when like there is like an intense activation or shift which is powerful if i tend to feel it in my body like i can feel it in a center or something like that and i'm like there is something going down i'm just going to just like receive the energy and let it do its own thing i don't understand it but something is working right now and it takes energy because it's an energy exchange that's taking place but in 3d terms it doesn't seem productive That's something that we really, really have to shift from this 3D perspective. Like everything you can see is real. Like what when you have a 
massive to-do list and you can say like, oh, I did this task and that and cleaned the whole apartment and um, whatever, <laughs> you know, um, and then cross everything from your list. Um, this is something that is like one part of our being a human, but the energy part for me mm-hmm. is much, much bigger because everything is energy. And when we feel like we had these conversations before that we had like days where we were saying, oh, I just did clearing after clearing and I was like listening to narc healing or um, whatever came up for us that this is work as well, but it's not work that is valid for the 3D world because in the 3D it's like, okay, what have you done today? Like, this is not work, but it's so much more important that we take care of our energy, our bodies, um, our inner children, then just like work hard and <laughs> getting exhausted and being stressed all the time. Yeah. And then the body reacts with all kinds of diseases. We see this so clearly in our whole society. So many people are stressed out, are um, in depression, have anxiety or panic attacks or other problems like health issues it's it's so crazy yeah so okay for the audience over here by clearings and not clearings uh catherine is referring to the core wound programs by our teacher liana shanti uh you can check out her work at www.lianashanti.com non-affiliated her work is just life-changing so we talk about it a lot and also uh, yes and uh, i forgot what i was going to say oh my god wait <laughs> um yeah so i'll get back to that again when it comes up but uh Okay, so this is one part done. But how does this show up for you as a manifesting generator? Because you have components of the generator and also the manifester. So, like, how do you keep yourself balanced from, like, not doing too much, but also allowing yourself to decompress and rest? Great question. (laughs) So... Um, what I observed when I started working with human design was um, because my root center is open. So I'm um, taking in a lot of pressure and stress from others and then I amplify that. And first of all, I um, had my chart always next to me when I was working as a reminder like how my energy works and then I always checked in is this now my pressure or my stress or did I pick that up from my boss or a client or 
phone call or whatever came in. And then I really tapped into my body and like this, I was able to basically like fine tuning my inner senses of what do I need now? Is it like really the moment right now to um, work hard and push through or do I feel exhausted and do I amplify the stress from someone else and now I feel I have to do this but actually my body needs to rest and when I started like really experimenting like this because it's also called like human design invites you to experiment with this knowledge um, that you really can playfully <laughs> use it and see what changes do you see and feel in your life when you live according to this knowledge and to your energy and like this when I started like playing around I felt like that was so so interesting to me because first I was like running in in circles and pushing through I was always like I can do this just one more task and then I can rest and one more task and then I can rest and I was very close to a burnout a few times in my life and when I start to play around I felt like oh my gosh when I allow myself to rest and to really like use my energy and then rest I have even more energy and I'm, I'm much more productive and I'm attracting like clients and stuff. It's just coming to me without even having to hustle hard. Wow. And this was so, so beautiful to see. Like it's truly like magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before I jump into another MG question, manufacturing generator question. So now I remember what I was about to say. So manifesting generators are known to be really talented in multiple things and being pulled in different directions. Like Catherine over here with her is also a HMI holistic health coach. And she also has worked deeply for years with fluorescences and she's also an artist and a musician and a gardener and a cat parent and a chef and so you see where this is going and manifesting generators most of them are like that they are multi-passionate multi-talented so uh, what has been your learning for yourself and other manifesting generators like how do you navigate life and you are too talented and you don't know where to go or where to invest most of your energy towards yes that's a really really good question because I was frustrated for a very very long period of time because I felt like I have to find this one thing like this one thing everyone has, like everyone is like doing something they really like and they don't have like a million things. <laughs> so learning about human design
sign and about my energy type first of all was like very empowering because it gave me like this acceptance like okay <laughs> you are like this and it's perfect to be like this to have like different interests but then like be aware of not losing yourself and not um bypassing also like on the healing path when we talk about like healing mother wound father wound and also from um, narcissistic relationships um, we often talk about like bypassing the healing mm -hmm. process and this was something really huge because when I came across Liana's programs and her work because I felt like okay I have a million interests and in one second it can change like oh now I want to go outside on a walk now I want to um, draw something now I can cook oh I saw this recipe I can try these cookies and na 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 and it goes like ding 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 <laughs> and then you realize like oh actually there was something coming up and I didn't wanted to feel the feeling and I just distracted myself <laughs> with doing a million things <laughs> and um, there it was also really helpful doing like her core healing programs and also the knowledge like the combination with the human design to truly like focus on what brings me the most joy the most passion and this is really like human design gardening i have like now my three four top priorities mm -hmm. and then i check in like okay from time to time it's perfect to grab my harmonium and chant some mantras or do something like that but it's not my focus my top priority that helped me a lot to be more grounded also. Wow. I feel this, your story would really help a lot of other manifesting generators as well. Okay. So um, when they say that if you're a manifesting generator, you should go after what you're feeling most passionate towards, right? Uh, yeah. So... And manifesting generators have different authorities as well. So is this something that needs to be checked according to their authority and then made a priority and, you know, periodically being checked on? Or, like, how does this work? Yes, like, definitely um, in human design. Like, first of all, what is important is, like, the energy type. Mm -hmm. And then checking in with your inner authority to make the most aligned um, decisions for yourself. So these are like the basics. And a lot of people are like, oh, but let's talk about the, the gates and, you know, like uh, the channels. And this is so interesting and all the planets and, you know, like here and there. But this is like... It's all fascinating. It's all really important as well. But the basics are know your energy type. So are you a generator? Are you a manifesting generator? Are you a manifester? Which are like the 
people who are here to initiate mm-hmm. things. They are here to truly create like a change. Uh-huh. Um, and these are the ones who are allowed or not allowed. Like sounds very. <laughs> You're not allowed. <laughs> they are like here from their energy to naturally mm-hmm. initiate things. Um, so and then we have like also. I'm oh, sorry. So yeah, just a question for manifestors. So they have this initiating energy but they don't have the uh, fuel like the sacral consistent fuel like generators so how so like can you tell us more about them like how do they work like does this depend on their open centers or like in general how do they fit in the collective yes like for them these are like around 9% of um, our humanity are manifestors. And for them, it's like very important that they inform others um, because they have like a lot of wisdom as well. Mm-hmm. And they have always like this... Um, this perspective, what is needed for a change or to bring like ideas to life or to bring others into their biggest and highest potential. So for them, they are not here to work and to, to when they have like a, a great idea, for example, to, to, um, build a new company Mm -hmm. they have like this amazing idea but they are not here to do like all the work on their own so for them it's important that they have like for example a good friend and they do this together and maybe the friend ideally is like a generator which has like the energy to um work and to push through and to do whatever is needed and the manifester can like tell him like okay now um we can do this or that Mm -hmm. um and they are like the the one who are basically like when you have like this it comes to my mind this picture when you have like this theater Mm-hmm. He would like write the story. Oh. And he has like the idea for the whole theater, how it looks, like how the costume looks. But then he needs someone who can really execute um, it. Do the cost. Yes, exactly. Execute the costumes, the whole. Um, like you need the, the people who can do it, who are like perfect in. Um, Mm-hmm. creating like beautiful costumes or do the makeup or whatever you know so uh, what I'm hearing is that manifestors are here to co-create initiate things into life but they need to maintain their relationships or have that base support base around them which they can do by informing them of their ideas and what they're up to to build that trust to 
actually manifest those ideas to life like it's a teamwork yes yeah exactly and they are like very very quickly like their energy is very very quick so it's important and because they are like very quickly it's important that they inform others because if you for example if you are in a relationship with a manifester and he has like this idea and then he just runs out of the apartment and you have no idea where is he going what is he up to like if you can feel like um left behind because yeah <laughs> because they are like wow now i have this idea and for that's why it's important that they um speak and inform they don't have to ask for permission to bring their ideas or um, changes to life but it's important that they inform like oh now i have this idea and i go um, to the grocery because i need this and that and that and that that i can make this painting or whatever and then you know um, or the friends, the family, everyone around know, ah, okay, he yeah. is having an idea or she is having an idea. And this is like very important to inform. I have also seen this in manifesting generators as well. Like, yes. Yes, yes, we had this. As a, that's interesting that you're bringing this up because I'm, the same like sometimes I have like this my authority is like the sacral so this feels like a, a pool and then I'm like inside and I want to do like work or whatever am I doing and then I see like oh my gosh the sun is coming out or I have this when I see rainbows we have so many rainbows here and then I'm like this pool and I'm running outside <laughs> I'm getting super wet and I'm like rainbows <laughs> and then I go in again and I'm like oh I'm sorry I didn't answer you and I didn't tell the, the other people like okay now I had this pool and this idea and it's just like go for it <laughs> i think yeah so, communication is key <laughs> yeah like people could say mg things or manifestors things be right back and you know they can explain later <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> okay so now tell us about dear projectors yes the projectors are like the spotlight <laughs> um Projectors are often people who are really, really happy when they got like a human design reading and they know about their energy type because for them, it's like they also are not like this so-called energy beings. They often have like a lot of open centers as yep. well and they don't have like... Um, a defined sacred center so they don't have consistent access to their energy which means it's really important to take breaks and 
for projectors it's very very important as well that they are waiting for invitations and at first this sounds like what yep now we we have like this whole um achieve your goals go out do something and you know go go big or go home <laughs> mentality and for projectors it's like really important that they are waiting for an invitation they have this amazing wisdom that they see others in depth so they really see others and they are often really really good um, as a coach or um, like life coaches or guides or leaders but <laughs> It can be a little bit tricky when they come and they just tell you everything they perceive from you. And then people are like, what? Yeah. What is she or he saying? Mm -hmm. And this is something I, um, I uh, experienced that a lot because I have a few projector friends and um, they were so um, bitter because it's like the not-self um, oh. feeling or theme is like bitterness. And they were like so bitter because they felt like no one understands me, no one sees me. Like um, I, I see what is not working in the relationship of mm -hmm. my friends. But when they don't ask you to tell like, can you tell me like do you perceive something that is off in our relationship when they get like this invitation their wisdom is like life-changing but when they are just sitting together on a couch and the projector shouts out like you know like this is the problem in your relationship and that's and because you are doing this and na, 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 na. and then people are like what the freak out <laughs> yeah i feel that's so true like as a reflector, like projectors, I really relate to them. They are such like cool beings to chill with, like literally chill because MGs and generators are just running around doing their things. But with a projector, like they see you and their questions and their wisdom are just like so life changing and powerful. Yes. Like yeah. a lot of depth there. And I feel um, a lot of challenges that I feel projectors face is like, I want to go deep, but the world is shallow. So, and nobody has seen me. So I think it could be again, father wound, mother wound, and they weren't seen. So that's the wounding over there. And now they're like, yeah. how do I show up in this world so that I'm invited? Yeah. And because they really see you, everyone and everything so deep and really in depth, it's for them, they wish to be seen as well. Yeah. And when, for example, like um, uh, my neighbor, mm -hmm. like the, the boy, he's also a projector. And you can really see like sometimes he is like really getting to this, give me the attention, please see me, validate me, like please. Mm -hmm. 
and he often do this like with topics um, from school so I got like very good grades and see me I have like a good grade in this math um, assignment and um, this is like I want to be seen please see me date me and it's really when you know about that and when you know my friends are like so multifaceted I have like um, a lot of <laughs> um, reflectors around me which is very interesting mm -hmm. and then like projectors and manifestors and generators and then you know you can how you can interact with them and what questions you can ask or that they feel also like I'm seen I'm I'm um, yeah like it acts as a way to for a reason yeah, yeah honor each other yes and truly love each other for how we want to be loved or you know or to be seen exactly exactly and this is so beautiful when you are doing the core wound healing mm -hmm. and then you have like this knowledge from human design to me this is like this ultimate path also to unconditional love because you are not when I was growing up and I started dating for example I always felt like from this perspective like I'm doing this why is the, not, is the other person not doing the same because I would never do that I would never you know do yeah. x y and z and you have like this lenses on and you you feel like the, the world should be the same <laughs> but when you dive deep into your wounding and you heal everything in layers of course <laughs> and then um, you have this knowledge from human design you see like oh my gosh it's like a rainbow it's like a multifaceted faceted diamond like everyone is so unique and everyone has so massive gifts and abilities to share and this makes the world so beautiful because we can help each other we can grow we can um, make changes we can really make better um, connections better relationships when we have like this knowledge that's so true that's so true like for example my authority is wait for 28 days am i narc relationship was give me an answer by tomorrow morning so you yeah. see how badly that did mess up actually but yeah that all of this is so beautiful and it brings us to a beautiful segue um okay so as a human design coach and as people who are healing or are getting on the healing path or are interested in it so what would be the one huge thing you would tell every energy type that they probably can be wounded by or you know like for reflectors it could be like uh, it's okay to take your time to make decisions you know so for each energy type what would be something like that little boy needed to hear what 
every energy types inner children would like to hear or their children you know like the biggest thing for me is um for everyone that no one has um an authority with their mind which means that no one should ever make a decision from the mind wow and this is like massive and huge <laughs> because <laughs> Our whole society is like <laughs> logic over feelings and logic over the heart. And when we talk about human design, it's like for everyone it's different, but no one should um, think about a decision or think about like what um, path should I go what travel should I do, um, what uh, relationship should I commit to, because it's always tapping into your body and then it comes like to your authority, which is very individual, mm -hmm. but this is like such a massive thing that you should never think about wow. what to do. I think this is so powerful. Like, thank you for sharing that. Um, okay, now, like, think of it like a rapid-fire round and just share the first thing that comes to you. So, a love note to a little uh, projector, like an inner child projector. An inner child projector? Yeah. Um like you are such a beautiful being and you can see um, the authentic self and the, the real true self in every person you are perfect just the way you are don't try to fit in oh a little manifester i see a little manifester i see um i would tell them like you are so beautiful. You have a very special um, way to see the world and to make changes in this world. Um, you are so full of love. So trust your way and follow your ideas, follow your um, heart. And um, yeah, like go with the flow. And um, Tell others, like, or inform others when you have, like, these impulses coming in. But really trust your way. Trust your path. Wow. Little IC generator. A little IC generator. Oh, you are like a, a lighthouse <laughs> with your energy for others. Um, and... Yeah, just um, react, don't initiate, like try to um, react to the energy. You are like a magnet and everything will come to you and then you can feel what is aligned for you or not. Little manifesting generator I see. Um, your way is never straight you are very very <laughs> multifaceted multi-talented and it's 
perfect like this. You don't have to find this one thing because your thing is like being like a rainbow with different colors, with different interests. And you are always right where you are. And even when the path is not straight forward, sometimes um, it's like a, a hike. You go up and down and up and down. <laughs> But you are where you need to be. Wow. And lastly, a little reflector I see. Okay, little reflector I see. You are a unicorn and you are so sensitive and you are like a river flowing and your sensitivity and your um, ability to, to perceive is your biggest strength. You are really, really powerful. Hmm. Wow. Thank you. Now, uh, I think one powerful thing you mentioned about like all of these were amazing, but like one thing that you mentioned about manifesting generators was like trying to find that one thing. And I feel that As a society, it's like, just like what we derive our worth, worth from what we do instead of who we are. And I feel for the energy types, which are like mostly reflectors, manifestors or projectors, we aren't much into doing, right? Like we do stuff, but it's not like as, you know, as consistent as a generator or an MG can do it, right? So... What would you say about that? Because if I remember correctly, the open ego center is about, uh, you know, trying to There prove one's power? worth. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. any comments on that? Because I feel that self-worth is like a huge issue and self-trust comes as a huge issue for like, you know, these energy types. Yeah, like um, with the, the ego, there is like most of society, they don't have like a defined ego. So which means it's open. And this means like you don't have to prove to someone that you are great. There is like this intrinsic feeling of self-worth when you are unconditioning the center or when you are doing like a lot of healing and um, this is like something that I feel is is very very big that we don't seek validation from the outside that we truly and this again it goes so beautifully with Liana's teachings and with her programs that we truly start to give us this unconditional love to our inner children, to ourselves that we never had from our parents, from school, from society. And we often seek this so desperately on the outside to be validated, to be seen, to be loved. 
but then like to truly um, go inwards and do this work to start loving ourselves unconditionally and then we attract that also on the outside. Hmm. Wow. So, um, would you like to touch base on the lines a little bit too? On the profile if line? we have time. There is no we, time limit. we have time, yes. Like, I don't... It, it's the Divine <laughs> Flow podcast. Like, it just flows. I don't brain it. And... Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, tell us about yes. the profile lines and why they're important. Okay. So, um, we have, like, or every um, person has, like, the profile lines, which is, like, for example, a one-three. Um, and the lines are, um, like, one-two-six. One, two, three are like the more personal lines and four to six is more um, transpersonal. And what does transpersonal mean? Transpersonal means like it's something um, that is not, uh, it's often connected with others. Uh-huh. That you, for example, the six is like you are, function like a role model by time and four is like you have um, this uh, good friendship um, a network of people around you so it's more like you meet others or you are surrounded by others with Mm -hmm. four five and six and one two three is more like it's something that is really personal for example the one the line one is um learning a lot they need to read they need to study um sometimes um we say like google or the internet was invented for the line one because they really need to do research they want to know <laughs> they want to go deep and they <laughs> they love books and reading and researching <laughs> so this is something very personal mm-hmm. and for example a six uh, you have a six as well. Yeah. Um, they become like a role model for others. So they are modeling how to live life, how to go through life. For me, like Liana, she has a six too, and she's a perfect example for a six line. <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, really, like, truly, what embodies the line six in human design it's like Liana <laughs> <laughs> but also like mention about the line three <laughs> which the phase they go yes. through the, the three like the three is like the, the line trial and error so they really learn, learn through experience you can say um, to a line three no 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 don't do this this is super dangerous you will hurt yourself it's like, like really not a good idea everyone around can tell this to a line three person and they will say like ah no way i'm going to try it anyway and then they hurt themselves and they say okay i hurt myself but i learned something that exactly sounds (laughs) like me with six (laughs) yes (laughs) i feel that because 
because I'm a 6'2", mm-hmm. and um, the sixth line, for example, they live the first 30 years, the line three. So they live the energy of the three, which means they are doing always the same mistakes again. They have to learn through mistakes. Through experience, through I think. Experience. It's experience, but often because we are all wounded, right? Yeah. It often ends up that we look back on our life and then we see like, oh my gosh, I did the same mistake over and over again. And for me, that was really, really eye-opening because I came across um, human design um, around my 30s and then I went deeper when I was like 32. And when you are over 30 to 50 then with the sixth line, it's more like this healing and integration phase. And then I was like, really reflecting back onto the first 32 years of my life and I saw like these patterns and I felt like oh wow now let's go deeper and I was really looking for healing tools that's when I found Liana and her work and um, this is really interesting that you have then like a period which is more um, introspective, I would say, where you go inwards, you do a lot of healing, taking time for yourself, integrating. Often you, with the sixth line, you become also a little bit more like grounded and relaxed. So And then after 50, mm-hmm. you live like truly the six, which is the role model. So you start to embody more and more everything you experience and learn through life to truly embody all your knowledge and your wisdom. So would you say the stage two of the sixth line of like the line six is kind of like the hermit mode of line two or are there differences? Yeah, for me, it, it, it has a little bit that touch. That's what I feel personally, mm-hmm. that I'm much more in my hermit mode. I don't feel like this was a huge topic for me personally, that I felt like I'm going to miss something if I'm not going out with friends or be on that dinner or, you know, like I can this like FOMO. Um, was like big and now I feel now it's perfectly fine to be home to light up some candles have my cacao do a meditation and do some yoga and just be with myself with my feelings with my body taking time to integrate to journal to reflect and um, this is like really Yes, like a healing period, I would say. Wow. And so line one, so line one, we talked about, they want to go deep. Line two, the hermits, like what do you do as hermits? Like being in your energy space becomes vital and home would also, I 
feel would be a very important space as well because you know being in your own energy and having that safe space might be key yes like for the line two it's it's called like the hermit so they really need a lot of alone time and they have like this natural talents they are not like the line one which can tell you like oh i read this book about uh, marketing and they recommend doing this this x y and c the line two they have like this natural knowing about stuff for example marketing or whatever they often cannot really say like oh i learned this from that course or this book or that workshop it's more like this inner knowing wow and then like so it's like a natural born talent wow and line three is like oh yeah i tried that that failed that worked yes and they 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 really have like um the line three they are really amazing in finding um solutions like the best solution the best way um and they really learn through experiences or through a process yeah because of course like you have failed at so many things so you're like yeah this way doesn't work might just tell others also that this is the best way that i have found yes and then what would line 4 do like if you're talking about the marketing example they would be networking with different people at different places and learning from them through yeah. communication like the line 4 they are really like the networkers they are very social they are friendly they always um when you are in their energy space they feel like very open they have like this aura where you feel like comfortable um they also seek like um a lot of security within relationships okay so it's important for them to have like friends and um people around them where they feel comfortable and often they have like the opportunities mm-hmm. for them like the big opportunities in life they often come from their um social field like their friends or their like networking system perfect and then line 6 would be in this marketing example they would be like yeah like this is like all the other lines are like what kids do and after you grow up you don't care much about that you become the market yourself is it that kind of vibe yeah like the six is really the this embodiment of wisdom they truly for me it's like yeah like when we look at liana like she you can talk whatever you bring up whatever topic you like and she has like this amazing skills to explain stuff and she really embodies everything what she teaches us right so so i'll wait for 25 years for that 
You have some 20 years for that. And right now we can continue learning and growing. Yes, exactly. And the line five, mm-hmm. um, five, they are um, like after four, they have like not the line four is more like close friends and like oh. a network with people who are secure and familiar and the line five they often have like we can call them also like influencer for Mm. example they have like much more influence of others and they can easily interact with strangers these are like the people they are at the party and they are like instantly talking with everyone for example, a line four would be a little bit more persistent to talk with everyone because they are often at a party or at dinner with their close friends. But the line five is like very open and they can connect easily with strangers. They are also like um, very, very um, great to... Um, in problem solving so they become a little bit like a hero for others mm-hmm. others often see them like as a savior or a hero which can be like stressful to them because they feel like this pressure um from others to help them did jesus have a line five too i don't know We don't know, no. but it kind of sounded like the projections that are on him. It, 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 it has, yeah, it has definitely the energy of it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But I feel this is so cool because we are talking about this in like, you know, like they're separate things, but together, when they come together in one person, like for example, you have a 5-1 projector. And, yes. and you know, it's like a whole unique combination. It's like a very interesting cake mix. Yes. It's really, to me, it's like so fascinating because you have like the types, you have the authorities, then you have the lines and it makes everyone so unique. And this is something that I really, really appreciate that you see the uniqueness in everyone around yeah truly um okay um what about the defined centers like people who have like defined centers is their energy like super grounded in that aspect where they have defined centers like how does having a defined center feel coming from a person with all open centers so like (laughs) please explain Defined centers are where you are having constant access to this energy. So every center has like their own um, topics or like the energy of it. For example, when we take um, the self center, which is like this crystal in the middle of the chart mm-hmm. um, this has a lot to do with like knowing your way knowing um, 
your path. And when you have, for example, for me, I have a very strong um, self-center because I have in there um, five gates activated. So it's like a very strong center. And for me, when I reflect back on my life and I have like few major life crises, um, but I always have this sense of I, I know my way, I know the purpose, why I'm here. Like, I couldn't put it in words, but there is like this inner compass. You have like, mm-hmm. you know your true north. And when you have an open self-center, um, there it's like really, really important to surround yourself with people um, who have like a high vibe and a good energy. Um, I was reading like a, a quote mm-hmm. um, where they said like, if you surround yourself with four chunkies, you will become the fifth. If you surround yourself with four billionaires, you will become the fifth. So. This is truly like a quote that fits perfectly for the open self-center. Wow. Um, that it's important to have like people around you or energies around you that are high vibe because when the center is open, there can be like this feeling, I don't feel like I know my path, I don't feel where I belong to. And when you surround yourself with dark people, you easily become the same or aligned with the same energy frequency. Wow, that's amazing, Catherine. So would you now be interested in like uh, going over all the centers from like the top or the bottom, pick your favorite and just like give us an overview of like defined and open? like the root center which is like a motor and pressure center it's the center where we feel stress or pressure um, when you have like this center open you pick up stress and pressure from the outside and you amplify this so this can feel like for example I have to do very quickly X Y and Z And when I finish this, then I don't feel the stress anymore. So there we have like this topic about stress and um, the pressure that we are feeling to do stuff very quickly, to um, work through a to-do list as fast as we can. And when the center, the root center is defined, so it's colored in, in your chart, then there is like a, a way for you that you feel um, a certain stress and pressure is even healthy for you. So they can be a little bit like, not in a, in a, in a, weird sense or in a crazy sense but they can be like adrenaline chunkies 
So they need um, a stress and they can much better deal with stress. They work better under stress than someone who has like an open center, an open root center, who picks up the energy from their surrounding and then they amplify that and it becomes even more stressful and creates a much bigger pressure. So it's like the defined center uses the stress as a fuel while the open center, if they are not mindful, can just, you know, be highly stressed, anxious and amplify that energy all around. Yes. And then you get like, I have an open route, so I really know this pressure, which drives or was driving me crazy in the past because I felt like I have so much work to do. I have to answer every email right now. I have to make every phone call right now. I have to do X, Y, and Z right now. And when I'm done with everything, then I can rest. Then I have the time to rest, but it never ends. It never ends because... Yes, so it's um, it's really, really helpful for me. This was like the first center I worked with and that helped me so much to understand my own chart, my human design, um, to truly say like, oh, this is not even my pressure. This is not even my stress. Yeah. So I can relax. And then I'm much more productive. Mm -hmm. I feel this was like one of the most key pieces you gave me in my HD reading from you. Where you said like you can use this pressure and direct it for meeting your goals. Or you can just sit on it and let the pressure pass. Which was really uncomfortable but it really made sense for me. Like do I want to ride the pressure or do I want to let it go? And wow like I think that was a really key piece for me to keep myself grounded because the uh I think the open root center feels like you need a lot of grounding like consistently throughout your day or days in general yeah so yes So people, anyone listening, Catherine offers readings. Uh, You're taking clients, right? So I'll link her uh, website and everything and you can get a reading from her. It's really helpful. And she is a holistic human design coach, which I don't think you would find around. So you would get lots of other goodies as well, where she would tell you things about, oh, maybe this fluorescence would help this center and uh, have you tried doing coffee enemas with this so it would be interesting thank you so much (laughs) yes okay now um in the chakra system we have the root sacral and solar plexus right but after the root in human design we have the spleen center as well yeah, because um, when Ra got the information or he channeled like the whole human design system, it came to him. Um, they, 
he got like the information that the solar plexus chakra was like basically split up uh, so the spleen center is like a center of um, our awareness and it deals a lot with fears and like this primordial um, fears survival instincts what is healthy for us what isn't healthy what is safe what is not safe and the emotional solar plexus is like where our emotions are stored so where we feel like all the emotions so would so you that's, um, mm -hmm. yes. would you say empaths have like open solar plexus like not a generalization but most often emotional center you are not empathic um, but I feel like when the emotional center is open you are highly empathic and you feel like um, you have this sense of how others feel because with every open center you pick up the feelings and you amplify them so it can be for me like my emotional um, solar plexus is open and my mom's is defined so my mom it's her authority so she has like not constant emotions which means she has she goes she rides waves <laughs> she's surfing <laughs> the emotions she can feel like very, very high, very happy, and very suddenly she feels alone. And when I'm on my own, I'm much more cool, calm, and collected. I'm like, everything is easy peasy going, I'm feeling good. Then I'm on the phone with her, and I'm picking up her energy, and suddenly I feel super low. Wow. I and then I realized like this was also really helpful for me to understand like the family dynamic because my brother is a reflector as well so he is completely open and then realizing like oh now I know why as children we were like amplifying picking up the emotions from our parents and this feels even like more intense than to my mom. And this is so helpful to know when you are working with people and someone is really, really sad and you have an emotional um, solar plexus that is open, then you can take this whole sadness, this grief, everything on to you and then you feel much more sad than the person you had like I the know. coaching with yes yes <laughs> like this has happened so many times for me where i think my best friend's neighbor were leaving the country and i am not even close with them you know 
but i'm crying for everyone there and i can't stop crying yes and it's the same like i have this also with movies yes holy oh. moly and even- i was crying <laughs> i couldn't stop crying and everyone in the cinema was like looking at me what is going on with her? and especially like in a cinema hall like If, when you are in your own space it's okay but at a movie hall and if yes. it's like an emotional yes. one it's crazy and i'm like i can't stop crying oh my god yes yeah yeah and like with an open uh, open emotion mm-hmm. center you are also um like a doorway for others for example with a defined emotion center that they allow themselves to feel the emotions more because for me um, the emotional center is one that is from our society like very suppressed we are as children often not allowed to express emotions boys don't cry like all this stupid um mind control that is going on when it comes to emotions don't be angry girls don't do that boys don't cry everything that is um going on around emotions and then you have like all the people with an open emotional center and they feel that they amplify it and this can be like pain in the ass sorry for the wording but it can really really be so painful because suddenly you are overwhelmed with this emotions but i think that's And how oh uh, like uh, just a second but do you feel like this is how the uh, fear mongering works like with the news channels and you said that most of people have the center as open so everyone is just like amplifying the energy the fear is connected to the spleen center but there we have like the same um it works very well with all the fears um we are facing um and even i mean even if the center is defined there is still like a conditioning because no one if you have like a defined or an undefined emotional center no one really learned to express the emotions in a healthy way and no one learned like for example my mom with her defined um emotional center she never learned like how to ride this wave and that it's okay to feel like this it's okay to truly feel sad from one second to the next and then turn happy again wow or she never learned like how to express being angry like anger is such like negatively there we have like this label don't be angry and when anger and when you suppress uh-huh yes go ahead yeah but anger is also like the not self of one of the types right and if they are like unable to express it it's like disease like with every emotion it's so important to 
really feel them and to be present. And it's like, um, I think Liana shared this a few days ago uh, in her stories. When an emotion comes up for her, she learned this, like to be really present, to truly feel the emotion in the full intensity and then go through this emotion and let it go. Mm-hmm. But we learned like, don't cry. Now you are in, in school, you cannot um, stand up. You have to be still, you have to be quiet. Um, now it's like a family gathering. So don't be angry, don't shout out. It's, it was everything suppressed, 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 suppressed. And with human design, they say like that we are evolving much more into emotional beings that this is like the skill of the new time <laughs> to truly be able to be an emotional, empathic being, to sit with your emotions, to validate your emotions. Yeah. Uh, can you please talk about this more? Because I see other like HD people talk about, hey, a new paradigm is coming and things like that. And but this these skills that you're talking about, which most often people refer to as soft skills, or you know, I think these were the two two traits which I had ever since a child. But I was like, what what are these things good for? You know. So yes. can you just like highlight the importance of just the skill itself of owning our humanity and our emotional selves? it is like the doorway to true compassion because when you are connected with your emotions when you can feel another being how can you kill another being when you have access to your emotions to your feelings you wouldn't go out and kill a cow to eat a cow you wouldn't do that And you wouldn't take the baby away from a mother. So this is like, for me, a key aspect to peace, to compassion, and to have like a society which is based on empathy and love and not like profit over everything. Yeah. I feel it's so interesting that we're talking about these centers and these are located where our gut health is, which is an issue that majority of people face in some way or the other. So the connection is like remarkable. Yes. And what happens with our defined sacral? Like the defined sacral, when it's defined, you are having constant access to energy. So the the sacral center is the most powerful motor center. And there you have like the energy to do the work, to work hard, to do workout. When you have a 
defined sacral, it's also really healthy to have like a physical workout or to work even physically. And it's important to really use the energy during the day because overnight the energy will like regenerate and then you have like more energy. When you are doing what you love, you are creating like a constant um, access of energy. Okay. And without the defined sacral, um, there is not a constant access of this energy, which doesn't mean like you don't have energy, you cannot work, <laughs> not at all. Um, it's more like you can imagine that you are, I told you, you are more like Usain Bolt, so you work in sprints. You are not doing a marathon, you are doing like a shorter sprint, do the work, and then it's important to rest. And of course, because it's such a strong um, motor center, when it's undefined, you are picking up the energy from others and you amplify it. And there we have like the topic of I'm not doing enough, I have to do more, I have to work more. Um, it's like all kinds of these topics that we find in an open sacral center. But I feel what you said over here is so important, like the energy needs to be used up for the people with this center defined because when we look at children and like yes. they are not playing enough, they are not like, you know, getting enough time outside or just like having that much physical activity and then they're getting like diagnosis like ADHD or things like that or hyperactivity, well, that's just not the case. for children within, when you have like the chart from your child and you see like, oh, it's a generator, it's a manifesting generator, that they use the energy. They are not made to sit in school the whole day and come home, do the homework, and then like playing with their iPad or watching TV or playing something like games on the PlayStation or what these kids are doing all the time. They should go outside. They should play football or have like a trampoline or um, whatever. Jump on your bed until you're tired. <laughs> but like use the energy. It's not like being a couch potato and watching a scream, a screen <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, like this is um, very, very important to use the energy okay so another follow-up question so what happens when there is a combination like for example there is a projector mom and you know the child the children are maybe both are generators so the type of so what would be the conditioning they might be getting like they are too much they are too loud they are too and enthusiastic like can you just like give us a few examples? So when the mom 
don't have like um, a defined sacral there can either be that when she has like two children who have like this massive energy that she is completely overwhelmed and then she starts like questioning and I have to do more, I'm not a good mom and all kinds of this talk or that the kids are getting like this feeling um, that they become like people pleaser because they try to adjust to their mom. And in a defined um, sacral center, we often find also like this conditioning of, I have to be here for all others. I have to um, make everyone happy and I have to please everyone. And because we have like not healed um, parents and they are like wounded so they are giving the wounding to their children it's much likely that the kids then become like this massive people pleaser wow okay like thank you for highly highlighting this because the people who are listening could just like unravel their own childhoods or you know better show up for their kids yeah you're so welcome thank you so much for all your amazing questions they just keep coming up there's so much to this i think at some point <laughs> we would need a part two of this like a follow-up what happens next but for now yeah. we are on to these centers so what's the yes. next center for us to explore Okay, so um, we already mentioned uh, the spleen center, which is like this um, survival, uh, what is healthy, what is not healthy. And when it's open, then um, you are often, or the people are often um, conditioned to hold on to things that are not good for them. For way too long and um, there can also be like um, if it's completely open they often have like a super high sensitivity um, to other people's health so they can really feel um, what is going on in others before they even feel it yeah like health wise for example yes that's annoying because when that happens when you ask someone how are you feeling and they tell you nothing all is fine and then you can sense that they are like kind of pre-sick or something like that and they look at you like you're yes. crazy and then they fall sick and you're like i knew it like nobody trust me but okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly and when it's defined, normally we say like there is like a stable health because it's connected also to like our immune system. Um, and the other thing is like the spleen center, it's like very, very quick. So it's like this inner voice or like 
goosebumps when you are walking a dark road in the evening or should when you are out and you question like should I go by taxi by a cab home or should I walk and then you get like this instant it's very very quick that you get like take a cab don't walk this road um don't do this it's like very very or you can smell like something in your fridge <laughs> this is like a game i play with my brother because my spleen is defined and he of course is completely open like my brother will eat stuff that it was in the fridge for like i don't know not months but sometimes it's like i'm just looking at the plate and i'm like no way don't eat that stuff and he would like easily just eat it and then get like diarrhea or something oh my god <laughs> this is like a game now that he is like giving things or even when we go to the grocery and then we see something like a natural cosmetic or something and he's like ask your spleen is this a good product or not? <laughs> and I instantly can say like, yeah, it's good. No, it's not good. And we do like this human design games now. <laughs> that is awesome. Like, you know, it's like something to be in awe of because as reflectors, we need like 28, 29 days to come to a solid conclusion. So yeah, this is like a gift to us. Like you can instantly tell. Yes. And it's so beautiful because he is doing every year like 28 days on his own without talking to anyone. Like he's out in nature just by himself. Of course, sometimes surrounded by animals, but <laughs> um, by himself. And he really tries to feel um, and to check in with his body what changes because the reflectors are so connected to the moon you are like lunar beings and then he really feels like in which gate the moon travels how do i feel do i have today like much more energy because the sacral is defined or this is so interesting and i would invite every reflector to do that it's fascinating like what he tells me when he comes out of his retreat <laughs> it sounds powerful and intimidating at the same time but something i'll definitely <laughs> look into yes to do at some point yes so powerful um okay what happens with our will center then next center is connected to self-worth like willpower and um, it's also like a motor center and when it's defined you normally have like a good um, base of self-worth that you know like what your worth is um, you have a strong willpower so you normally like I have a very strong <laughs> defined will center. There are like four gates in it and I have like three defined. So it's very strong and um, I know what I want. 
And this is something I experienced in relationships um, because all of my ex-partners, they have like an open will center. And when it's open, there can be this, we had this topic before, that I have to prove myself. Yeah. And I have to do something to prove that I'm worthy. Mm-hmm. And um, I, of course, I um, had like narc ex-partners. Not everyone, but yeah, one in particular. And there, there was like really like what I'm observing now in, in retro perspective is like that he really tried to push me down. Ah, okay. So um, narcs did like an yeah. opposite thing. Like instead of trying to prove his worth, he tried to put you down to feel above it, right? Yes. And I had like, even if my, my will center is very strong, but because of the conditioning, I was super deep in this new age bullshit game that I felt like when I set boundaries and I go for the stuff I want to do and I'm pushing like my will through, then I'm super egoistic and egoistic is like that. Oh. You're not allowed to, to <laughs> do what you like. And of course, this game was played in a very, very unhealthy way because he reflected that back to me. So as soon as I did something that made me really happy and I was like, going somewhere traveling to India or something then I got like you are so egoistic you are doing whatever you like and then I want to do something and it's not good and you know like all this crazy games oh wow like thank you for mentioning this because like for people listening who are empaths or have been in toxic relationships like this they can truly reflect back on how this might have played in their lives uh and then what happens with the heart center yes like the heart um we had this before this is like this inner true north so that when it's open there can be like this feeling of i really have to know who i am i really have to know my path um and i have to um make a decision like which is my path and that's why it's really important for everyone with an open um, heart center or self-center to surround yourself with high-frequency people, as I mentioned before, to truly um, make sure that you have like good people around you, um, like people who are um, having like uh, high energy, yeah. and <laughs> and. Um, when it's defined, there is like this 
inner knowing, maybe not like having the, the, the clear words, but you somehow know what your path is. So, you know mm-hmm. who you are. It's like this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so defined, have an inner knowing, and if it's undefined, you kind of feel out of the place, and you're like, what is my path? I don't know, I'm confused, right? Yes, and often, like, people with an open heart, they can be, like, if they are in this new age stuff, they are, like, jumping from teacher to teacher and searching and going to this workshop and to that workshop, and you know, Oh, yeah. And it can be like the, the, the a lower self or a not self theme there that you are like really, really hard searching for who am I and what is my path and then going here and going there and doing this and that and never feeling really satisfied or at home or having like your true north makes sense uh, okay now moving on to the throat center so i feel that you might be already noticing my open throat center over here with this episode Yay. <laughs> yes like the throat is where all the energy comes together so it's like so powerful and it's really important for manifesting for bringing like when we look at the human design chart everything flows through the or through and to (laughs) the throat center so it's about um speaking about our emotions about our fears bringing the energy into um existence talking about our ideas, inspirations, and whatever. And when the, the throat is open, um, there can be like a tendency in, an, in a not-self theme that people are, or children, when they don't feel like seen or heard, that they become like very loud and speak a lot and they talk like a waterfall without um, stopping um, because they want to be heard and Mm. there can also be like this um, negative sentence of no one no one is listening no one yeah like no one understands me no one heard me i have to be loud i have to be um yeah so it's like something to do with our self-expression in this world so with an open center there's a tendency from what i'm like listening to that you become kind of trying to people please and try to show up in a particular way to be truly seen understood and heard and when it's defined, what happens then? Like, then you have your one solid voice? Then there is, like, this constant energy to 
manifest and to bring the energy out in existence. Um, it's like truly this manifestation power. That's why um, people with a defined road, like um, manifestors and manifesting generators, are the one that can like initiate. Oh, wow! So that can like speak, um, but there is like this thing <laughs> um, that it's always like we always have like this lower self or the higher self. Um, when when you have a defined center and you are in your like higher self, then you can express stuff with clarity and like. Uh, with honesty also and you can bring like your truth very easily um, out in existence so you can speak your truth okay but we all know like everyone is so wounded mm. so it's often hard for people to speak their truth because we are afraid um, we never learn to express our emotions, to talk about feelings, to say like, today I'm feeling stressed, I, I need rest today, I want to be on my own, um, I'm in my hermit mode, <laughs> because we are afraid of um, hurting others, or you know, like all these layers oh, we yeah. have. So it's really, even if the center is defined or it's open, it's all about um, healing and deconditioning and really being aware how we can live and express our highest self. So powerful. It's just like, a, like you truly said in the beginning, like human design is empowering because you realize that you have so much power. Okay, now moving on to the Ajna center. Yes, like the Ajna is um, all about our um, thoughts. Um, it's like the mental consciousness we have. So there is when it's open, there are often people trying to um, find some kind somehow like a security with logical stuff so they need facts information and um, then they feel like okay um, it creates a safety net for them when they know a lot which would be like a lower self theme and when we are like in a higher expression with an open center then we can have like this um, mindset of wow there are so many perspectives um, there are so many ways to um, work through informations there is not only one way for example when when I talk with you my center is open as well and yours too but maybe we have like two different ways to process emotions or to work through information. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And this is like the also like people with an open ajana, they often are able to think very very um, different. So we are very open to different perspective to, to through to different opportunities and solutions and ways of thinking and people with the defined they are much more um how to say like um, determined or so yes. solid in their opinion yes solid in their opinion and how they um process information so for example um my little neighbor over there he has like a very very strong ashana and he is very um the way he learns it's like very structured and very like um all kinds of notes and here and there and i was always like listening to a little bit of music in the background and then my mom was like how can you learn like this and i was like now this is like relaxing me and i had like music in the background and other people sometimes with a defined ashana they are like no music um i have to have like all my stuff in order and be very focused and everything is like very um structured Processed, like they have a set program. way yes. of dealing with yes. information yes beautiful i i had that thing with music as well where people are like are you crazy you listen to music while studying i'm like yeah it helps me concentrate better yes yeah and then what happens with like the head center is it like the crown chakra yes exactly and this is also a pressure center which means like we are it creates a certain pressure to understand everything so it's about like understanding it's also like inspiration like we have the topic of inspiration and there is of course this whole topic of this universal connection that we feel connected to something bigger than us or higher than us and when we have like an open crown there can be like a pressure to truly understand everything so my um crown is completely open and this is such 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 a big topic for me uh, or it was in the past that i felt like when when something happened for example um with my ex-boyfriend something happened and i truly wanted to understand in depth why why is he doing this why is he saying this why 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 and then you can get like into this viral of truly a mind fuck because you yeah. cannot stop thinking about the why 
you need like to find an answer you find you need to find this answer and this is like this lower self theme it can be also that you are when for example when you are living together with someone or you're in a in a relationship and you have a shared bedroom and someone has a defined crown center and yours is open and suddenly you find yourself in bed at one in the morning asking yourself like the weirdest questions you don't even know why you are asking yourself these questions and you try to find like an answer or something like to truly grasp this question but it's not even yours i know <laughs> because you yeah. pick it up from someone with a defined one and this can be like really tricky uh-huh. that's why it's also recommended to to really sleep like when you are very open to not sleep in the same room with another person like to have separate bedrooms that you can really recharge in the night and you are in your own energy space without yeah. um connecting with others i i truly resonate with this like i had this with my roommate in college like we had this custom made bed which was like bigger than a king size bed super comfy and everything and at night i would just have weird songs come in and maybe sometimes i even felt like the dreams also got transferred like i don't understand it and then it was just like an intuitive thing that i slept in my space which was like a very small size bed my arms didn't even fit but i was like no like i feel recharged this way when i'm in my own space yeah yes like i experienced the same when i was in india we had like this shared bedrooms and i was with someone in the same room and her energy like i just couldn't handle it i couldn't sleep like i i was like my system my whole energy system was going nuts and i had to ask after two days to get a single room because it was just not possible for me to sleep or just to calm down i don't know her human design chart but i feel like she's very defined yeah so wow that all my open centers were like dancing tango the whole night <laughs> yeah yes with open centers it's like you feel someone's energy and you're like oh my god it must feel terrible to feel like that person in their body there's like so much yeah. intensity going on there but wow like you gave us like a masterclass introduction to human design like two whole hours can you imagine Wow, time flies. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for being here and giving your precious time. It's just been such a joy and honor to be talking to you. And you know what's crazy? My throat whenever it's like aching a little bit and then I record a podcast episode, the throat it goes away. it's i think an open throat center thing like when i'm resisting it's there and when i speak it out oh gone clear 